You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. This is Randy. In the future, Smellivision will replace television and the Food Network will be the highest rated network. However, the Animal Planet's new animal-themed lineup will not be so popular with Skunk Week being the lowest. This is Melanie, and in the future, science will be able to create our babies from skin cells. Therefore, when we're born, they can just sterilize our extra parts, and we can just have as much sex as we want and not have to worry about having babies until we're ready. And then we'll just order them up. And then, ding. And this is Jesse. In the in the actual real future, we'll, we're going to get... We're going to get rid of shoe naming culture. That's right. It's it's getting a reboot. We're we're not calling them sandals anymore cuz have you ever worn sandals in the sand? It's not comfortable. What a dumb name. So, what are we going to call them? That's right. O- open air toe shoes cuz your toes have air and sand has nothing to do with it. Y- you heard it, folks. Get ready. It's it's a new day in footwear, open air toe shoes. So what you're saying is shoes are gonna get a reboot. <laughs> I know you said oh, reboot. And I was like, oh what? oh, what? I felt, I felt that in my soul. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be a heel. Oh boy, <sighs> arch support. Welcome to the Grolics Podcast, episode number seventy six. Woo, we're old. Man, seventy five was like just yesterday. It was. I was. I was almost like just this morning. Yeah. Hey, Melanie's Melanie's energy level on this one. I have a feeling. She, hey, all, check, we're old. check your mic, mic energy levels. Yep. <laughs> You're going to get the taser. Call back to 75. Going to get the taser. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't tase me, bro. So this episode, we're going to talk. It's our pollist episode. It's what? our pollist episode. <laughs> What's that mean? I don't even know what that means. It means we're going to use the pollist, you know, the one that all of the listeners vote on. And then we... The the uh, one with the most votes, and then we read it. Oh, then, the one we do every month. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. That one. I, I really, I really like. The, <laughs> I like the thing you've got going on this episode so far. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Kay. I like it. All right. It's not quite laid back. It's like laid back, but pained. Mm. <laughs> yep, I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, the results of the poll for next month feel it too. It's uh, I mean, with a name, uh, a name like our winner has, uh, we uh, we announced it last month that we were going to add something to our poll list, and it's the winner already. A whole month Holy later, poop. not not even a month. I don't know, maybe a month later, Black Sad is the winner with over a quarter of the votes. Wow! So there you go. Yeah, that's cool, and I like it. Yeah. I like the name. Uh, if you did not listen a month ago, uh, we we said that we were going to add Black Sad to the list in honor of Patrick's dad from Make Dad Read Comics, 
And uh, I believe they reviewed it. So, you know, go through their archives and check it out. This was a dad recommendation and we will be reading it for September. Wait, this will be coming out in October, the end of October. Ooh. Halloween. I wonder if it's scary. Is it black it's and just... orange sad? <laughs> just black sad. Either way. It's, it's, it's black sad. Deep. October is almost here. Yeah, Man. yeah. Tell us about October. That's in-house news. We do things in October. What do we do? We, we do Halloween things. Yep. Ooh, okay. So we have exciting Grolix podcast and GCU things coming up in October. On the GCU, on the Grolix Cinematic Universe side, we're going to do, we're going to do Alien versus Predator versus Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> oh, you're so, doing three movies? No, no. no. Wait, They're doing two how many movies, movies are you doing? It's I don't okay. understand. It's two movies. Slow down. <laughs> but each movie combines two franchises. So this used to be the biggest, like we were so excited. But when we come up with the idea, this, before we even started the podcast, we're like, ooh, Halloween episode, we have to do uh, Alien versus Predator and Freddy versus Jason so that we can combine oh, all four okay, franchises. Gotcha. But then we started doing the season finales and it's like pff, four franchises. Anyway, I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm super that's, excited. That's Trump change. That's tr- that's Trump change. <laughs> oh boy, you like meat? Uh, <laughs> you, you like beef? Um, no beef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's pre-show or regular show. I don't either. I think it all blends together. I think it's point. regular show. Yeah. Yeah. Also, for Grelix podcast, we're gonna do something different than last year, and I don't want to. I don't want to commit. Wow. I was just say, much, how, how, yeah. how do you how do you trump uh, how do you one up? Oh, how do you I know how you trump it. The, well, boy, no, let's you not let's money. not go there. Let's you not use go money there. for things that thing. aren't supposed you, to be used on those things. Thing. They're supposed to be used on other things, and then you get in trouble for working with other governments. Um, so <laughs> I set you up. I set you up. Yeah, you did. You know me. I'm gonna jump on it if I can. You I jump in it. I jump. Okay, so. <laughs> Last year, as you know, maybe you don't know. You probably don't. You should know. You should know. We did an. If you awesome, don't know. Ask somebody. Uh, ask, but ask somebody. We did an awesome. <clears throat> we did a fantastic. Every iteration, every time I repeat it, it's just going to get bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did an immaculate. Uh, we did this cool like audio drama presentation thing of the first Swamp Thing story. Uh, a little that short from uh, House of Secrets. 92, I think it was, number 92. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did an audio presentation of, of the first Swamp Thing story, story, and that was a lot of fun. And so, like Jesse said, how do you, how do you trump that? I decided we don't. We, we go another direction. So we're going to play a game. We're going to play a horror, a horror theme. Saw. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to play a game? We're going to play Saw for real. No. <laughs> war oh. games. No, we're not. Matthew Broderick. Yeah, with Matthew War no. Games. No, no, not that either. <laughs> we're a little cooler than that, guys. Real geniuses? Mm. We're Real genius? We're, we're a little our, cool. Very Val little Kilmer. cooler. Val Kilmer? Real genius? No. We're the coolest, so we're going to play an RPG game. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is pretty cool. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> that's how cool we are. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to play We're gonna play a horror-themed uh, tabletop game. I'm super excited. Me too. We'll have some guests. I'm not going to commit to who yet because we haven't recorded. So but it's going to be a surprise. It's a surprise, surprise guest. That'll be our fifth episode for October. So 
It's not going to replace a regular episode. We'll still have our regular stuff going on. Um, but there's a, it's the most wonderful time of the year. There's a fifth Monday in, in October. So that'll go up just before Halloween. I'm excited. Yeah. I want to decorate some stuff. Okay. Let's do it on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> decorate the internet. Get ready, internet. You're getting decorated. Yeah. Yeah. In the very, the real actual future. <laughs> we, I, I could make the website background orange or something. <laughs> Instead of yellow. Instead of yellow. So yeah, there we go. Wild departure. Get ready, kids. It's that's 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 the that's future. A, that's real. The real future? Real that future. that real actual very real near. He, real super hero? super near. A real human being. A real like, human being. <laughs> doom, 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 doom. Wow. We are just wow. Look, All over. Look, look at us. We're we're off the charts. Yeah, and then also, you know, it's, it's October, so maybe there'll be some special stuff going up on YouTube, whatever. I'll, I'll probably not... complain about pumpkins. Oh something. yeah, there's there's gonna be candy something. corn hate. There's oh, gonna be pumpkin spice oh, hate. Blah. Yes, bile, all of those bile things. corn. Yeah, we're gonna have pumpkin spice pe- candy corn. Huh. Is that a thing? How has that not been a thing? I don't know not? how that's not a thing. That sounds like a thing. I hope it's not. Sounds like the ultimate, yep. the ultimate Halloween thing. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Okay, so what else have we got? Yes. Hey, we're here for the poll list. What 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 did we read? We read a thing. We did read a thing. We said it was a thing. What what did they choose last month? They chose Trinity by Matt Wagner. I'm stuck in this voice. Oh, listener, you're gonna look <laughs> forward to that. Oh no, I, I'll, I'll switch. Promise. Oh, yeah. No, I can't <laughs> promise. I can't promise that. We're all going to You get it. what you get. Trinity by Matt Wagner. So <laughs> now, now Randy's doing from it. From DC Comics. It was a monthly released limited series. There were three issues. The main oh. characters were Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. The, the real The future. real Wonder Woman. Yep. And she can move. <laughs> okay. Uh, this was written and arted. That I believe I believe that's how they say it mm-hmm. by Matt Wagner. No, this is written by with art also by Matt Wagner. This was his baby. Cool. Wow, man, I like. Okay, this is from the in the comic itself. I like how they set this. <sighs> written and illustrated by Eisner Award winning master storyteller Matt Wagner. Mm-hmm. That's, that's in his contract. You know it. Oh it's yeah. Like uh, what's his name from? From uh, Wasp Woman, <laughs> Dr. Zenthorpe. He just has to have his name on it. Doesn't matter. Dave Stewart did the color. There we Good go. Good job, Dave. We're just calling this Trinity. That's like the big title. But a lot of times, if you're looking this up, it's listed as, I think, Superman, Wonder, Superman Batman, Wonder Woman, Trinity. That's weird. That's why. That's such a long, painful thing to say. You know, yeah. you know to uh, not be confused with the other Trinity, which would be the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. I get that. Oh, man, I get those, I get <laughs> I, those I mean, three mixed up all the time. I know, yeah. me too. I know. Father, I mean, Batman. Trinity well, the Holy Ghost does look a lot like Batman. Trinity the Holy Ghost. think of an old <laughs> hippie lady. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I, I feel like, she, I feel like uh, I've checked the blasphemy box already, so I'm going to repent. Is, is there a Holy Ghost comic book? Because that just oh. sounds like the best superhero. Oh, Maybe. I mean, if the not, ghost gets somebody... shot at a lot, so. As the title might suggest, 
This is about Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman. Mm-hmm. Even Whoa, though plot twist, they they still ha- kind of have another one of the people in there, a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spoiler. He d- he's not a big player though. Hey, by the way, we're gonna spoil this thing. Oh, we spoil everything. Yeah, yeah. Our reviews are spoilery. I'd never read this. How about you guys? Nope. 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 Never had a desire to. When I think of Matt Wagner, I think of the Grendel. Hunter Rose in particular, though. I wasn't aware that he did this. I think I've heard of Trinity before. He's also done uh, Sandman Mystery Theater. I don't know if you read any of that, Melanie. No, He's only done I... one thing. <sighs> Grendel. Yep. And Trinity. That's it. <laughs> one th- that's Like I said, one thing. All right. Oh, boy. Uh, wow. This episode is something. So I can't determine how I feel. Okay. Just to let you know up front. I don't know what my overall feelings are. I don't have, I haven't formulated them yet. We'll work them out. Okay. Now, Batman and Superman, this is early. Mm-hmm. This is like pre-Justice League, mm-hmm. like way pre-Justice League in terms of, you know, where the DC universe is at. Batman and Superman already know each other, but this is the first time Wonder Woman is having any interaction with either of them. Mm-hmm. As Melanie hinted at, there's another Justice League character that makes basically a cameo. It's a pretty good scene, actually. I, I I enjoyed that. So, yeah, this is like, I mean, this is Batman v Superman, huh? In terms of like where the DC universe is at in a broad sense, it's a Batman v Superman. Okay. The story is nothing like that. Mm-hmm. This very much has that feel of. We kind of know each other, but we're not super close yet. And then now there's this weird chick. Yeah, and it's got it's got a I don't know if I'd say golden age, but it's got kind of like a throwback feel slightly. Mm-hmm. And interestingly enough, like I didn't really expect this villain, but the villain of the book is Ra's al Ghul, mm-hmm. and I thought that was an interesting choice when you're pairing, like when you're doing what would essentially kind of be like a golden age story. Mm-hmm. Ra's al Ghul is not a villain. I would assume you would jump to. Okay, but and I think it works. There's a team up there that's like. Man, I wouldn't have seen that coming. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Roz has got a big, he's got a big plan. He's got a big evil scheme. Mm-hmm. A somewhat unfortunate mistake leads a nuke to going off next to Themyscira. So that's like Wonder Woman's like, oh, I need to go check some stuff out. Mm-hmm. So she goes, meets Superman for the first time. They kind of team up and then Batman gets thrown into the mix and it's basically them just trying to foil his plans. And they're, mm-hmm. for the most part, they're kind of a step behind. It boils down to a big battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, spoilers, it boils down to a big battle on Themyscira. End of story. It's kind of straightforward in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, there's obviously, there's more stuff that happens. There's some stuff I don't like about this book. Yeah. There's some stuff I like. Like, in general, the storyline I kind of enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. I think it's a fine storyline. Mm-hmm. And there's even some aspects of the characters that I enjoy, but there's also, I don't know, there's also a lot of stuff I kind of don't. There's some interesting retconning, you know, not to bury the lead, but they introduce Bizarro, basically like his Bizarro number one medallion that he wears. Ra's mm-hmm. al Ghul gives him that. Like they, yeah. they kind of rewrite some things. So I see how they tried to grab people from both of Superman and Wonder Woman's lives to tie them in as bad guys with Raja Ghoul so that they all had kind of their own bad guy represented. Yeah. You know, True. that's so obvious now that you say it. And I'm kind of an idiot for not picking it up. Picking I up didn't pick it, it but, up either. But you're right. Mm-hmm. Because you have the one we're not mentioning is, okay, so you have uh, Bizarro mm-hmm. who is kind of recruited, befriended 
by Ra's al Ghul. So you got Superman, Batman, and then you have this. Turns out she's a fourteen-year-old. Uh, what's her name? Artemis. Mm, I, I think she so, says yeah. towards the end. This fourteen-year-old, yeah. uh, the the mascara mm-hmm. girl, who kind of works as a henchman for Roz. She's like a super skilled warrior, so she kind of becomes like a right-hand man. Yeah, she's. I think she. He has her training his troops and stuff. Yeah. They're from a sect of, of the Amazons that was not raised on the Mysteria. Yeah, that's right. De- desert people, I think. She was a weird character to me, but I don't mm-hmm. know if is Artemis. Is she like an established? Well, I mean, they, they like to tie the Wonder Woman mythos into uh, Roman and, and Greek uh, mythology. So Ares is a, a big foil for Wonder Woman. And you see... You see that in the Wonder Woman movie, even. Um, so Artemis is is the goddess of the hunt moon. So um, I don't know how how much she's gonna like tie into that goddess, but uh, the naming structure is there. So from a continuity standpoint, this is weird. I mean, it's definitely kind of an Elseworlds in a way. It, it very much like. Um, and one of my criticisms when I really like got into this was, oh, another like. Forming of the trio or forming of the Justice yeah. League. Like there's, like we needed another one kind of thing. Yeah. And I get the appeal, but that seems like, especially now that I think about it, writers slash artists, when they get a chance to like do their Justice League or big, you know, their big DC book, they usually like, I'm going to do a golden age throwback to, or a bronze age throwback or whatever, silver age throwback to early the, the trio or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a very popular choice and I get it, but like, once I started reading this, I was like, oh, another one. Mm-hmm. And this is totally going to be one in like a month top. I'll ask Melanie, be like, hey, so you know Trinity? Which one's that? Well, you know, it's when they first meet. Which one? Yeah. I was like, it's going to be another one of those. Yeah, I'm not going to remember it. When there's so many nods to different things, like uh, there's there's an awful lot of little Easter eggs to Superman uh, history in here, like Star Labs and Lex Luthor, like – they mm-hmm. nod to these things, but they don't really like spell it out. So you like you have to know what they're talking about in order to catch it. Well, and like the history, Batman's history with Roz, like there's a lot of stuff that's established in a timeline that in the DC universe, at least in my head, I I feel is a lot later than they haven't met Wonder Woman yet. Like mm-hmm. right. it's yeah. right. it's it's picking and choosing from these different things and then meshing them together in an interesting way, which is kind of cool. But it it definitely is kind of an out-of-continuity story. Mm-hmm. And then they they pick and choose interesting things like the invisible jet. It plays heavily into this. Like, she uses it all the time. Well, and she can't fly for Without most of it. the book yeah. until she ends up in the Lazarus pit. And then after oh, that, she's, yeah, she can and fly. I don't know how I feel about that. Don't we have an, enough different birth possibilities for... Wonder Woman without adding a freaking Lazarus pin into it. Yep. I mean, you, yeah, I'm, it's I just unnecessary. Totally agree with that. Yeah, I didn't really care for that whole bit, and I don't think it's ever referenced again. So tying the Lazarus pit to because that woman, the like old crone type woman, mm-hmm. has ties to Themyscira or something, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, it, I would think it's she's probably one of the um, or that other group, the Fates. Yeah. In real life, they they used to use chicks as their oracles, and they'd have them go up in these caves and stuff, and then they'd hallucinate from the fumes that were coming up and usually die eventually. 
that's prevalent in a lot of different mythologies, including the Vikings, where the seer has, you know, a sight beyond actual sight. Because they're blinded by the fumes that make them hallucinate the future. <laughs> okay, so that aside, like, talking about some of the things I liked, for the most part, the story was okay. The plot's fine. I wasn't totally invested. One thing I, pre- I appreciate about the story is really it focuses more on the character. I mean, it's all about the plot, but it's a lot of character work. It's a lot of character mm-hmm. stuff. Specifically, you get insight into both Superman and Wonder Woman's thinking because we actually get narration mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it from them. Mm-hmm. Batman, it doesn't feel like we ever get his own narration, but we get the other two's narration about him, yeah. which I think is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Even if we do get his, it's so like by the numbers that we don't even think about it. Yeah. It's like basically he's just running down the specs of the mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, I guess, a, a comment on Batman himself, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Right. One of my favorite things about it, and I mentioned this story to you too when I was reading, I love that Bizarro's Raja Ghoul is Racer Cool. His name yes, Corp. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Racer he speaks my differently, friend. too, than I'm used to. Like, i I kind of gotten used to the idea that Bizarro speaks backwards kind of thing, where if he says he hates it, that means he loves it. And this plays it fast and loose with that. And I'm kind of okay with that because that gets really annoying after a certain while. Mm-hmm. I didn't even connect. I, like, I thought I was like, Racer, cool. That's okay. It's yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even connect that. That's just that's kind of how Ra's al Ghul sounds. If yeah. you just say it weird until Melanie said it out loud. And I was like, oh, I get it. Because I did not get where he got racer cool. I was just, okay, I'll accept it. Yep. <laughs> I had to hear it Cause out loud. Because it's, it's Bizarro and Bizarro says weird stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I did enjoy Bizarro in this. I feel bad for him, but I always kind of feel bad for him. Yeah, because he's not. Okay, so it's it makes it clear, like, he's not necessarily malicious. Mm-hmm. But he's not completely innocent either because it's not like he just doesn't know that if he touches a a person too hard, they die. He knows he just does it anyway. So I don't know. It's, it's a little kind of a mixed thing. Roz has befriended him. So he's Mm -hmm. not going to hurt Roz. And like, he does what Roz asks and Roz treats him well, but just having him around, he even says like he broke some of his henchmen or something like that. Like just having him around, he's killing his own henchmen, but Roz is like, Oh, it's, it's fine. It's cool. Hey, you want to go get that nuclear sub for me? You know? Yeah. yeah right, right. <laughs> so, which, which tracks with Raz al Ghul's character, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah Raz yeah. wouldn't really care. But I enjoyed that whole bit with the nuclear sub where he's, oh, and then he, he apparently shook the sub and that killed everybody inside. And that was mm-hmm. kind of hardcore. Uh, I mean, you don't see it, but it's mentioned later. Mm-hmm. But then he's like shaking the one guy off and that's what drops a nuke out of, a nuke out of it. It brings Diana. Yep. It's funny that they they do a better job of describing the disparity in strength between Bizarro and normal people versus Superman and other people. I mean, like Diana can kind of Wonder Woman kind of makes mention of it. Maybe it maybe it ties into how cognizant Superman is of just how strong he is. Right. I mean, he's at least as strong as Bizarro. Mm-hmm. But we don't see that as much because he's not running around hurting people. Yeah, right. he uses restraint. Mm-hmm. It opens with Superman and he hears a gunshot. I like how it handles his powers and having to turn off his hearing, basically, having mm-hmm. to not hear things. It touches on that, I believe. 
Um, right. But then he hears a gunshot. Of course, it's too late. But the whole opening sequence where he is Clark Kent is kind of interesting because it's like it plays with the whole idea that he's late to get to the subway train every day. And there's this guy who's basically like a panhandler that's like, man, you never get here on time. What's uh-huh. that about? And he's like, I am not fast. Yeah, it's his whole act. He intentionally shows up late to he keep that it. appearance up. He plans it at least three times a week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I like stuff like that. Yeah. But it also, I think, kind of points out that were he not spending his time pretending to be Clark Kent, he could leave his hearing on and that guy would be alive. Yeah. That was driving the train. And, yeah. you know, yeah. it kind of makes it suck a little bit. Uh-huh. Did that look and feel like a Punisher nod at all? It, like, it reminded me of the classic first appearance of Punisher issue cover with Spider-Man. It's like, oh, there's this guy up on the thing and honing in on Spider-Man and shoot. Oh, interesting. Possibly. I hadn't. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe it is, maybe that, it isn't. But, but possibly. I was like, oh. Okay. So what was the purpose of that? They, they were targeting Superman. That was just kind of bringing in Roz's crew. But they, I, I wasn't sure if it was that they were trying to find where, where Superman was. Because then later they sent henchmen after him, right? Like a bunch of them. Yeah. It, that was to kind of. Draw him out. Draw him out and something about they got a reading of some kind, some type of. Oh, so they could find Bizarro. Yeah, that's it. They got uh. some type of reading on him. It was, yeah, it was not to catch him. It was like intel. On his vibrations. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, the creature, uh, they they refer to him as the creature. Uh, Bizarro is a clone, like a failed clone of Lex Luthor's. So if they were able to hone in on something, that might help. Find. But that's all silliness, in my opinion, because that just got Superman involved early on when that was a bad idea. Yeah. When Batman shows up and takes care of some of them mm-hmm. in Metropolis. I, de- I, I did like some of the character stuff, but there's also there's a lot of stuff I didn't really care for. I have a hard time with Artemis's character as a whole. Like, why did she hitch to Ra's al Ghul train? Like, why? Why? There's not a lot of motivation there. There's not really any point for her to be in this other than she's there and it ties into Wonder Woman. So you've got three characters from each, like we said earlier, because she doesn't have any major impact on any of it. Mm -hmm. And even in the end, there's not really any reason for it. kind of disappears without even a real face off between her and Wonder Woman, doesn't she? Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't don't think think Wonder Woman even lays eyes on her. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think they ever meet. Superman sees her and she like yeah. it. Oh, I'm, I think you know, Batman I'm, deals with her too, but Wonder yeah. Woman's the only one that doesn't, and that's the tie-in. She kicks Batman's booty a little bit. A little yeah. bit, yeah. Also, Matt Wagner really likes to draw piercings. <laughs> yeah, she had piercings. There was some other character that was, was just this, all yeah. piercings. It was the the gang guy that had piercings in every facial place. Uh huh. Yep. This is what is this? This is a Grant Morrison book. What is this? <laughs> Including like a monocle chain that connected from an ear piercing to an eye piercing. But you know what I'm going to say? I'm pretty sure that shoving a nuke into a Lazarus pit is a really bad idea. And I'm glad they didn't do it. I don't know what that would do, but it's a bad idea. Yeah. Nuclear Lazarus goo everywhere. Like we'd all be like immortal. <laughs> Laz- Lazarus goo. Yeah. If we still did subtitles, that would be the subtitle of this episode. 
Yeah. So that's how you get Lazarus goo. <laughs> that's how you get Cronenberg world. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It, but they don't be like immortal. All right. Yeah. Cronenberg new creatures. Morty. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't really like how the women were handled in this book at all. What do you mean? They because they were so butch. Oh well. Okay. No. Not the art is another thing. I I was not a fan of the art. Women's faces must be hard because the women's faces often look very weird and not just like butch, just weird. Mm. And the men's faces didn't really have that problem. And I'm not sure what the difference is, but usually when I have, maybe that's me, I guess, but usually when I have a criticism of like art, it's usually like the women's faces look weird. Why? Why is that a recurring thing? Because women's faces are hard. There's not a whole lot of women artists. Oh, maybe that's it. I mean, that could be. I'm, I'm going to go there. And men are easier because their sh- men's shapes are blocky. square. Yeah, blockier, and women's. Oh, that are, makes sense. Are not they're like, I don't even know, flowy. Okay, that makes sense. No, what I was. No, I'm glad you mentioned that because also I think it was this book. The word balloons did not flow as smooth as I'm used to. Like mm-hmm. the placement. Like I found myself reading things out of order, and I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, I mean, okay, thank God, it's not just me. No, well, it would be because they'd like have this one here, this one here, and this one here, and then this one like here and here. So I'm like, okay, well, this is this person's saying this, and then this person says that, but that wasn't the case. Like this person was just talking, and this person replied, but the reply was above the end of you know, yeah, some of what I found said, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of a listen. I've read Swamp Thing, and I had no trouble. The word <laughs> balloons in in a yeah a standard superhero book should not be confusing. Yeah, I had trouble. The word balloon fl- flow was a little weird. Also, the um, the panels they had a, they had some of those where there'd be like one part that went across two pages, but the the rest of it didn't. But then there were some that looked like it was that way, so I'd go to the next page. But I'm like, oh no, I guess that wasn't one of those, so I'd have to go back, you know, because otherwise you read it out of order because the whole panel is you have to read first and then the smaller ones underneath. So that that was a little confusing for me too. Like the the sequences themselves, I thought were fine. Mm-hmm. In general, the artwork's not bad. It's just some of the characters looked a little weird. And yeah, the word balloon thing. I don't know how happy I am with the whole weird taking Batman to Themyscira thing that went on either. Yes, thank you. Well, and and, and just before we hit on that, because I know that's that that bears some discussion, but uh, like Superman basically just shoves the only appearance of Lois Lane out the door. Holds it closed. Was she there? She was there the very first issue, like uh, first third. She barges in on Clark trying to do some work and he oh, shoves yeah, her yeah. out and holds the door closed and says, I'll uh, explain it to you later. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice it. Because they, they shift right away to uh, Bizarro and Ra's al Ghul right mm-hmm. after that. Immediately. It's like, whoa, okay. So we'll mention Lois, but not really. And Wonder Woman clearly has a crush on Superman. And I think maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's why they wanted to nod to it, but not give it a lot of attention because they wanted to play up that dynamic more. I don't know. But yeah, the Batman thing is much more of note. So before that, though, like also, and I realize this is kind of a Wonder Woman origins of Wonder Woman situation. You know, calling back to Wonder Woman's early days. But why do both of the Amazonian chicks have to get tied up at like the same time? 
and they both make a big deal about not what about getting tied up. Mm-hmm. I thought that was weird. Yeah, that's got to be a tie back to weird that's what I'm beginnings. Thinking, it's got to be. Wonder Woman gets thrown in those huge chains that were built for Bizarro mm-hmm. after she makes a big deal about, oh, I can't remember what she says offhand, but she makes a big deal about not being defeated or being defeated or being bound or something well, like that. Well, Artemis, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. She's mm-hmm. like, nobody ties me up or I'm no one binds me or something. Yeah, after Superman or after Batman does. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. I mean, I guess if it's a callback, that's fine, but maybe maybe that doesn't come across super great. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, yeah unless, that weird unless Batman. you know that. Yeah. Yeah. And then that weird Batman thing. And also, what kind of weird suitcase thing was Batman getting carried around in? And I, they say he insisted on it, but that. That <laughs> flying suitcase thing was not something <laughs> yeah. that I would think Batman would want to be carried His in. Hang, hang glider is like, no, you can't fly me like Lois Lane. We're not going to have that moment. You're going to put me on a hang glider. You're going to carry me around on that. I'm going to, I'm going to disengage whenever I want. Mm-hmm. That does that though did set up something that I liked that I think occurs twice. Yeah, well, Batman insisted on it because he doesn't like being flown around. Mm-hmm. Superman's even like he's got a secret latch that he hits and it disconnects yeah, the, and he flies off Clark and he's like can't even see somehow well i think i think the thing is that superman knew it was there but bruce likes his secrets so superman's oh. like oh like like gives it to him mm-hmm. and they yeah. he does the same thing later where it's like they seen him he's seen him following him like a couple of miles back in his like sub or whatever and he's just like oh how did you get here batman i had no idea like yeah know. and he even repeats the line again bruce likes his secrets you know so he's just mm-hmm. placates him whatever yeah. like okay yep nope you're so mysterious i didn't know you were there yeah <laughs> i kind of enjoyed that batman does have some cool moments He's all hypnotized by Themyscira, though. He's That's like, not a cool moment. It's beauty and dewdrops and sunshine and that naked is... naked Wonder Woman. Naked Wonder Woman. And then he like, <sighs> I mean, tries to mack okay on her. I mean, it's okay if they want to play the fact that he also is somewhat fatuated with Wonder Woman. That's fine. But that he was so overcome by it, like, that doesn't even track with his character. Mm-mm. Does No. 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 It's so, it seems so out of character. And then insult to injury, because I was not keen on that. Like, I was like... What? I did not dig it. Mm-hmm. And then the insult injury at the end of the book where he's like, they've got the three of them there and it's got the little narration for each one. And he's like, you know, he was always fought for justice, but also now something else. Just some oh, dewdrops yeah. in this and he's he's seen paradise. Like now that's part of his motivation is yeah. because Themyscira and Naked Wonder Woman. What? Mm-hmm. Fast forward to 2018 and he's marrying uh, Catwoman. Yep. Mm-hmm. How do, how do you feel about paradise, Batman? But he is prancing around in caves with flaming swords and Wonder Woman. I've seen yep. it. Yep. Um, oh, that was an off mic conversation, wasn't it? Maybe, Capullo, my. You know, they tried. They, it's Trinity because they're trying to make a love triangle out of it. They did try to make a love triangle out of it. She likes Superman. Superman doesn't care about anything. Mm-hmm. And Batman has this. <laughs> I don't or, like it. Or does Superman care more about Batman? He does. Bruce likes to, to have his, his secrets. <laughs> <laughs> he knows an awful lot about Bruce's secrets. Mm-hmm. And he, he admires him so much. Yep. Listen, if Matt Wagner was going to be bold and take that, I'd be more on board just for the ballsiness of it. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think anybody's written that story. No. Not outside of fan fiction circles anyway. Yeah. Right, right. But, but overall, though, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't bad. I don't think it's a bad book. It just didn't seem necessary. What what about the Lazarus 
we we nodded to it. I had a real hard time with Wonder Woman know. needs to be saved a lot, and I think maybe that's my yes, problem. With maybe how that's the it. women are saved or how the women are handled because she needs to be saved several times. Mm-hmm. Superman don't. Batman. Batman does. I guess mm-hmm. Wonder Woman does need to save uh, Batman because he had the thing crushed against his neck. Yeah, which was pretty cool, but. But they did that whole like damsel in distress thing with Wonder Woman. Yeah, she's the one you're not supposed to do no. that with. I mean, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do it, fine. But don't not Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. She saves people. Yeah, right. You, like if you're gonna put her in that situation, she gets herself out. But that's not really how it plays. Mm-hmm. Who stabs her? What? By the way, somebody uh, was it Bizarro that snaps the uh, the lasso of truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Which I thought was. Interesting, I guess. It was interesting, yeah. Because I don't know if I've ever seen that. Uh-uh. I don't understand why he had such a bad reaction to it, really. Filled his head with glitters. I, <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> I don't that, know. Was that it? Yeah. I don't know, because he speaks backwards, so his truth is not same as the real maybe that's, truth. Maybe. maybe that's it. I don't know. I guess. It's, well, a, then, it's a language barrier. Shouldn't he just be able to be like, <laughs> lie then, you know? I mean, he's telling the truth. He's just telling it his way. Also, this came out in 2003. That whole 9-11 nod. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm. That was only a couple, what? That was 2001, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is, that's pretty, that's, I mean, okay, two years, but that's still pretty soon to like throw a 9-11 style attack. In Hashtag Metropolis too soon. With two planes. Yeah, that was, that was, I was a little surprised by that. Whatever, it's fine, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They used it as a nod, like, you know, what kind of sick person would come up with this? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I thought that was weird. I like their plan to disrupt all the communication systems uh-huh. while also disabling many cities so that the world would be plunged into chaos. That was cool. Ross's overall plan was all right. Yeah. Was that a nod to uh, Tower of Babel? Have you guys read that? JLA? No. I don't think. No, I think I started it at one point, but I don't okay. think I've gotten it's, through it. It seems like that's a, a go-to plan for Roz is to disrupt people's ability to communicate. Oh. Well, communication is key, and without it, everything just sends into chaos. It's true. For the most part, I like how Roz was handled. I think he was fine. The characterizations, with the exception of the big major things that seemed out of character for mainly Batman and Wonder Woman characterizations of the characters weren't bad. Ross just wanted to make everything his sex slave. It seemed like, like all, like all of it. Oh yeah. They, he, oh yeah. That, oh, that was another thing. He got real weird with wonder woman. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I thought he got weird with a couple of people. Did he? Felt like it to me. Yeah. It's been a little while since I, I read this. It's been a couple of weeks, I think since I read it, I skimmed through it today to get a refresher, but mm-hmm. it did have a good Batman bizarro fight because they, they make a point of, displaying bizarro's incredible like strength and his powers and stuff they give him this is must be something bizarro has but kind of that weird weakness of easily oversaturated with sun mm-hmm. and he kind of turns to stone a mm-hmm. bit but that that fight towards the end where batman beats the crap out of, he doesn't defeat him but he beats the crap out of him i thought that was pretty good mm-hmm. just basically hit him with a bunch of you know batman style hit him with a bunch of tech including sunlight punches and stuff <laughs> yeah. yeah you know it, it kind of ties into in the I think, eyes oh yeah was, yeah he get, bizarro gets jacked up pretty well mm-hmm. and thrown in a volcano mm-hmm, but then right. there's a little hint towards something because you see his rock hand under the ocean 
that got lasered off by uh, Superman's heat vision or whatever. It seems like it sets stuff up, but maybe it's just like sets stuff up for sake of imagination. I don't know if Matt Wagner ever followed this up. I never really understood Wonder Woman's whole relationship with Batman and Superman either because it does seem like she likes Superman more. But personality wise, I would think, excuse me, her and Batman would get along better. But she not only doesn't respect his ability without having any superpowers, Mm -hmm. but it's like she looks down on him for not having any or something almost. And that's bullcrap. Yeah, because we because she's very much the Girl Scout type, you know, whereas Superman's like we always, you know, he's very much the Boy Scout. They call, you know, sometimes they even call him the Boy Scout because he's Mm -hmm. just a goody goody, quote unquote. Right. This is a very much like kind of Girl Scout, goody, goody version of Wonder Woman because she's that's really part of what she's critical of Batman wearing a mask Mm -hmm. and dressing up that way Mm -hmm. when. okay, so those two don't need masks, but they're still wearing costumes. But also like her thing is her first impression of him is he's intimidating this criminal to trying to get information and she does not approve of that. But what I feel like is a more common representation of Wonder Woman is she's more of a warrior. She murders people left and right. Yeah, she's a warrior. Like, Superman's too soft for her Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, morality. Mm -hmm. So I would think Batman would be a little more her speed. He's he's a straight up, he's a warrior like she is. Mm -hmm. He's he's even better than she is, though, because he still won't kill people. Yeah. He's, like, the in-between of her and Superman. Yeah. But, so why is she so down on him? She doesn't like goths. She doesn't, no, you know what it is? (laughs) She doesn't like people who don't have powers. She's, I could, that's, I, I kind of like Darwinist. Her. Yeah, really. She's like, sort of like racist, but you know, only, only uh, us super peoples are good enough or whatever. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like, yeah. I don't like Wonder Woman because of that. <laughs> she Which, is weird in this yeah. a little bit, I think. In Batman, when he's not being hypnotized or not hypnotized, <laughs> unintentionally seduced by Wonder Woman. Against his incredible Batman will, mm-hmm. uh, Batman's okay. Like I think he's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think that he would be attracted to her in the same for the same reason though, because he'd be kind of like anti people with powers. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, or Catwoman's just a woman. I was gonna say, yeah, he he'd feel more respect for people like Catwoman or all the other like Batgirls and uh, people like that that are all around all the time. I could, yeah, Batman. He'd keep it on the DL, but. I could see him, like you're saying, she's kind of prejudiced against non-powered people. I, I totally see Batman as being prejudiced against powered people. Mm-hmm. He couldn't ever trust them. Right. <laughs> well, Batman don't trust nobody. My final thoughts on this, because mm-hmm. I'm not sure where else we could take the conversation, is it wasn't bad. There's definitely stuff I liked. There's some fun stuff. There's some interesting stuff. The art was a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. For the most part, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I found it weird but there's parts of the story that i really don't like mm-hmm. and overall it feels too similar to other things that do it better it feels like a elseworlds too yeah i don't know how much stock to really throw it behind this keep most of your stock in the warehouse where it belongs <laughs> yeah yeah i <laughs> 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 nothing it was fun for me <laughs> that's all derailed <laughs> yeah i'm sorry go, go ahead jesse i no. wonder if doing more no I, 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 I don't know where it's going with that no i get what you're yeah. saying i get what you're saying 
Because it does, it is, like I said, it decides, it's kind of, it's like an out of continuity story. It establishes, establishes some things, seems like it's setting up other things, but it doesn't go anywhere. And it's just like, well, you know, whatever. I don't think it's meant to be anything more than a one-off, but for me as a one-off, it doesn't bring enough to the table to me to really stand out. I think it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's like you're saying, it's okay if it's its own thing because it's, definitely not like the normal things or you know i've misunderstood the characters forever i will say though anytime anytime i read something that is written and drawn by one person like realizing how much work that must be oh man Mm -hmm. yeah i definitely i have respect for it and i can't think i know we must have read some other matt wagner stuff or something i can't think of what i might have read that is by him but like, I don't think he's done bad work here, but uh, yeah, I have a lot of respect for it. It's got to be a lot of work and I can appreciate, you know, just wanting to just wanting to do your own Trinity story. Yeah. It's do like, your story with the big, the, the DC's Holy Three. Right. For some reason, it reminds me of the guy that we were talking about earlier that did Kiss Kiss Bing Bang and all the Lethal Weapon movies. Shane Black? Yeah. Yeah? Like that guy getting, getting to make a. Oh, getting to make a Predator movie or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> you just do his own thing? Mm-hmm. He told a lot of dirty jokes in the first Predator movie. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did you have other things to wrap up on it, Jesse? No, we did. no, not totally really. Did. Okay. He likes it. Would you recommend yeah. this? Oh, yeah. Who? Who? Hmm. It's not my go-to. I'd much rather recommend uh, something like New Frontier. You know, I mean, something Darwin Cook. I wouldn't discourage somebody who wanted to read it, but... I would recommend something else like New Frontier because that's what it makes me think of. There's there's a lot of other stories like that that I feel bring a bit more to the table. Yeah. I would recommend this to somebody who doesn't read comic books yet that is suckered in by cliches. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh, so uh, like All-Star Superman, but you're not there yet. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> gotcha. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm just saying. I mean, it's not <laughs> I'm, like. I smell you're good. cooking. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. I was just, <laughs> I was not expecting it. You about, about took my head off with some of that shade you're throwing around. <laughs> you're not. I, I don't feel like you're wrong, though. I mean. Right. I mean, and I was trying to think of a nice way to say it, but I can't. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't hate it. So I wouldn't say don't read it. I'm just like, I'd probably recommend something first. Yep, me too. But this exactly. is okay. I mean, like Darwin Cook's probably the the one I'd go to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something we hinted at way earlier, and I don't think we touched on. I like the little, I like the uh, Aquaman cameo. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, hinting that... at a bigger world, more heroes. I don't understand why he was there, though. It's like he was messing with... Batman for no reason, and then was just like, okay, now let's go. The best way to use Aquaman, though, it made him more interesting than he has any business being. It made it, yeah, mysterious. (laughs) He's just like, wait, because Batman's like, this world is stranger than I even knew. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, oh, wait till you meet Green Lantern, which you're not gonna like him. Yeah, it's just I like it because it's just a hint at like, there's a lot more than you guys even know what's going on. Type yeah. Of thing. yeah. So that's I enjoyed that. I, I I don't I don't want to make it sound like I didn't like this because it was it was all right. It was fun. It was a good read. It was a quick read, really. 
This is one of the few that I kind of read early on in the month and got done super early and could have read something else. So this is so such a quick read that I didn't start reading it till noon today. And I still <laughs> yeah, got it. So seven. there you yeah. go. You know, if you want something quick, this is quicker than Darwin Cook by far. Oh, yeah. So we'll, yeah. We'll, that, that we'll is give it one that. Thing. We'll give it it that. was a pretty quick read for its size because uh, it's three issues, but they're like 60, 70 pages long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it adds up. It's a decent size and it's a fairly quick read. Mm-hmm. But if you love Wonder Woman, maybe not. Yeah. Stop tying up Wonder Woman unless you're going to have her get herself out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not the best Wonder Woman story. Or unless she asks for it. Better. Amen, girl. Uh, unless she wants to be tied up. <laughs> <laughs> and... History shows us she probably does. I mean, <laughs> or Marston. She doesn't carry that lasso around for just one reason, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> but don't tie up Artemis. No. No, she don't like it. No. It's rude. Plus, she's only 14. Creepy. Yeah. Weird. That's weird. That's weird, isn't it? I mean. Is she 14 in human why? years or in like weird half god world? <laughs> Amazonian half god. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Still, <laughs> why throw that number around? Mm-hmm. She does not look 14. Like, they didn't draw her 14. Mm-mm. No. Just to amp up the creep factor, I guess. They're like, you're a pervert. At the end of the <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just in case you didn't know, you're gross. You're <laughs> gross. That hot chick we've been drawing, underage. Yep. Yep. Shame on you. Yep. Pre-Harley Quinn? Nope. <laughs> All right. Hey, listener, in the future, if you want to take part in a, in an episode, you should send us an email. Send us something to our letters page and we'll read it. You can send us an audio clip. Here's, here's time travel, Randy, to tell you all about it. Whoa, whoa, who turned out the lights? Where did I end up now? This stupid time traveling blinkatron, I swear. There's a blinkatron, it's just going. It's okay. Oh, crap. Shh, shh. Just stay asleep. Okay. All right, well, right place, wrong time. Uh, This is fine. This is fine. I'll just leave him a note. There has to be some paper around here somewhere. Man, it's dark. Where's where's some paper? What's this? Puppets. Pokemon. Here we go, paper. Jesse, this is Randy. From in the future! There's there's important donuts. There's just... Why why would they do that? That's stupid. Jesse, this is Randy. From in the future. Just leaving this note to remind you to let listeners know how they can send us their feedback for the letters page segment. Be sure to tell them they can send us an email to letters at grawlixpodcast.com. It's G-R-A-W-L-I-X podcast.com. And we'll read it on the show. If they'd like to hear their voice on the show, they can send us a voice recording or do it the old-fashioned way. Pick up a phone and leave us a voice message. The phone number to do that is 559-426-6427. That's 559-426-6427. Or an easier way to remember it is 559-4-COMICS. Tell them to try to keep it under two minutes, and remember we do a clean language show regardless what the YouTube algorithm says. Thanks. All right, now just to leave this on his nightstand. He's over a spider buggy. And with that taken care of, I can try to get back to episode 100. There's too much exhaust. Wait a minute. It occurs to me 
I have a unique opportunity here. Hmm. That just might be too much magnificent manly beard for one podcast. There can only be one. You start. If someone said to you, Mark, what is the Station Wagon Podcast, that show you do with your sister? What, what would you say? Our show's all about mindfulness. That's too vague, specifically. Outcomes. Yeah, okay, so you're always right and I'm always wrong. Okay, perfect. But more specifically... God, taking a look at those things that we take for granted, giving them up for a while, and telling you how it goes so you don't have to do it. Google us, the Station Wagon Podcast, or at wagonpod.com. This is Jesse. Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black Grolix? This is Randy. It's about what you believe, and I believe in love. And only love will truly save the Grolix. This is Melanie, and there is no Grolix bigotry here. You are all equally worthless. Thank you for listening to the Grolix Podcast. The Grolix Podcast is a production of the Electronic Media Collective and Vocal Arrow Studios. For more Grolix Podcast, visit GrolixPodcast.com. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Podcast. Or follow us on Twitter at Grolix Podcast. We're also everywhere. All the time. All at once. Only love can save us. <laughs> Good luck, love. Good luck. <laughs> This is the slowest train wreck in history, but it's still a train wreck. Oh, we're still wrecking. <laughs> the only way we know how to roll is to wreck. Yep. Jackknife City, ladies and gentlemen. I thought you were just going to leave it with the ladies. Yeah, well, this is Jackknife yeah, City, yeah, ladies. Yeah, ladies. You ever been propositioned by a podcast? <laughs> ladies. We're going to jackknife all over. It's ladies night and it's jackknife city. What? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You can get in on this, Melanie. Proposition the ladies. (laughs) No, thanks. Yep. We're doing it. I have no propositions. We're we're good at it, too. (laughs) (laughs)